final score. Aldershot Town nil, Wrexham five. Yeah, that's all right, wasn't it? Uh, I think I'll take that. A spectacularly comprehensive victory, our biggest ever win over Aldershot, home or away. Biggest away victory by anyone in the National League this season. Tied with Notts County on the first day of the season at Barnet. And the second biggest by anybody this season after Grimsby took Dover apart 6-0. And, well, he said we needed the points. This will certainly relieve a little bit of the pressure on the manager because it was comprehensive. Phil Parkson made four changes from the side that played against Harrogate but retains roughly the shape. I would say the midfield looked more like a diamonds than a box, perhaps with Luke Young quite deep and Dan Jarvis supporting Jordan Ponticelli. And the opening exchanges, well, Wrexham started off extremely strongly. We had a shout for a penalty in the fourth minute. Bryce Susanna, who was very busy up and down the left-hand side, looked like he was fouled by Christian Oxley-Chamberlain. Was it a foul? I thought so. The ref didn't give it. Was it in the box? Possibly not, but it was close. Anyway, nothing was given of us, but we did get a free kick in the corner of the box a minute later. Luke Young swept in an absolute beauty. Bentoza got up really well, and from about eight yards out, couldn't quite get on top of his header and put it just wide of the left post. Now, after that, Aldershot just started to get into the game a little bit and put us under a bit of pressure. They were just on the break, they were finding the bits of space in our half, and it started to feel like maybe they might have something to bring to the party the thing they did bring um, was a challenge on Rob Lainton Corey Andrews breaking down the left hand side Lainton got out, got there first um, I think to be fair to Andrews he did clatter into Lainton but Lainton went up with his knee up to protect himself Andrews caught that in his thigh and basically just span him around when you watch the replays of what happened it was horrible because he, he just face planted and as having just broken his nose that wasn't a good thing there was a nine minute stop obviously because he's a goalkeeper and Maxon don't want to bring a goalkeeper off lightly in which at some points the, the referee Sonny Gill seemed to be pointing to say you've got to go off the pitch uh, and other points where it looked like he was going to continue uh, he was clearly bleeding from the nose again Christian Dibble, poor bloke, was taking his coats on and off like a hat-check girl at the TIV. And in the end, he stayed on. And Wrexham started ferociously from the restart and completely bossed the rest of the half. Um, soon afterwards, a throw by Toza flicked on and James Jones just beaten to it six yards out from the, the tap-in. Jordan Davis driving forwards typically through the middle of the pitch letting off a shot which went well over because Wagstar fouled him as he hit it and then the free kick itself Davis got a really good connection on it the wall jumped and it just hit the top of the wall and was blocked it's a shame I'd like to see where that was going to end up but the pressure paid off in the end in the 40th minute Toza slinging in a throw to the near post Aaron Hayden flicking it on perfectly in off the far post lovely stuff and Wrexham deservedly were ahead and everything caved in for all the shots at that point. I don't want to say that, you know, they were weak psychologically, but the goals did tend to come in clumps almost as if they were falling apart. Oh, here we go again. Because four minutes later came <clears throat> another one 
was another challenge. Uh, conceded with a free kick and a Wrexham half. Poor Oxley chamberlain who had a nightmare right back and was taken off at half-time. <coughs> a heavy touch, sorry. And Hosanna burst past the Moxley then chamberlain lunged in, took him out. The sort of challenge, it was a yellow, but the sort of challenge that a referee will probably look at and think, yellow or red? Not least because Hosanna was running round the back of the defence. It was really clear. It was wide, though. Yellow's the right decision. Aldershot were punished anyway. Davis flexed in a free kick. It was headed away. James Jones smashed a shot in from distance. He pulled it well wide, but Hayden, lurking in the goal mouth, got his foot to it and deflected it onto the bar. It dropped back down to the edge of the area where Lennon did really well to control his finish, hitting it into the ground to make sure it didn't go over the bar and Wrexham were 2-0 up. Aldershot were furious. They thought it was offside. Uh, it wasn't, having the benefit of looking at replays, it wasn't. Um, Hayden and Ponticelli are both well offside when the ball's cleared, but by the time James hits the shot, Hayden's definitely onside. Uh, maybe Ponticelli's off, but he's not interfering, he's beyond Hayden. So, Wrexham deservedly 2-0 up, and within a minute it could easily have been 3. Nice move ending with Jarvis playing a lovely little ball around the corner, Ponticelli one-on-one -on -one down the right channel. Keeper came out well and decisively, though, Ponsonelli tried to drive it. Good save low to his left. The ball spanned wide, where Kinsella, summing up really how it was going for all the shot, was desperate to keep it in, and in doing so, gave Jarvis the ball. And Jarvis dribbled brilliantly down the right and pulled the ball back for Jones, who pulled his shot wide. We've got a special episode of Dragonheart lined up a week on Friday when we'll be getting Sean Harvey, the man who's making all the big day-to-day -day decisions at the racecourse in, to answer your questions. So, if you want to put a question to Sean, please use Twitter and use the hashtag AskSean, that's A-S-K-S-H-A-U-N, and we'll put your questions to the man himself. That's Dragonheart, Friday the 19th of November, on Callan FM and on podcast. plenty of action because Christian Dibble who warmed up throughout the period had to come on at half time and what do you mean then Rob Layton all the shots also clearly have been told off all the chains have been withdrawn and they started quite strong free kick on the left hand side swung in Toza with a good clearing header and Corey Andrews hit a vicious volley from 15 yards out which struck uh, his centre back in the groin gloriously uh, Corey Jordan uh, the, sh the volley was going just wide the ricochet could have sent it in but it went wide and the ball broke the years from treatment so Rex had to dig in in the early stages of the second half but they did defended well and then the 58th minute got the third goal really nice patient play that, the whole build up which was lengthy felt to me like Wrexham realising intelligently okay all the shot are coming at us here they're, they're, they're expending some energy let's try and just get the game under control so we started moving the ball around really well in midfield and as a, at the end of it we got our award nice pass by Jarvis down the left sent Hosanna away he pulled the ball back nicely and Hall Johnson from just outside the six yard box side footed the ball home beautifully and had marked his first start of the season since the first day of the season Wrexham 3-0 up and in easy street I, I, to be fair I guess if you look at it dispassionately You'd have to say that the rest of the half, Aldershot had more of the play. But that was because the game was dead. Because a couple of minutes later was an incident where 
Aldershot could have come back into the game, but ended up four goals down. It was a free kick into Wrexham's box, and Dibble, who not had that much to do thus far, came out and made a good punch, but it was brought back in to the area. Andrews lashed in another powerful shot. Dibble, who was partially unsighted, made a superb save. Andrews, about eight yards out, got down brilliantly to his right to parry it. The ball came back out to Silla, who smacked it straight in first time from six yards out, but Dibble was already down there and was able to react and block it. Superb double save by Dibble. And Wrexham broke straight down the other end. Magnificent work by James Jones on the right. Got the ball, flicked it over his man's head, burst partners forwards. He had Jarvis straight ahead to him. It was a simple move, ball. But Ponticelli had broken through the middle in space and Jarvis swept it into the edge of the area. Ponticelli, one-on-one with the keeper. Oh my gosh, what an extravagant finish. Beautiful little first touch to bring it down outside his right foot. And he just whipped it with curl into the top right corner. Magnificent. <laughs> Genuine goal of the season contender. A straight after Dibble's great save. And seven minutes later, it was five. Tozer's throw again, causing problems. It got cleared out, comes back to him. An awful lot of chances come not just from his throws, but from the fact that it gets cleared back out to him. He swept a lovely cross of the far post and Jordan Davis attacking it like a centre-back. Mid-contact, tremendous far post header. 5-0. Still half of the second half to go. And as often happens, Aldershot then had more of the game. And probably should have spoiled Wrexham's clean sheet. They didn't, though. They did have a decent chance in the with 15 minutes left when a cross was swung in. Jordan unmarked, nodded it down into the goal mouth. Andrews one-on-one with it and Dibble. Dibble made himself big, really blocked Andrews' view of the goal and got a touch on it, knocked it behind for a corner. And then with 11 minutes left, a corner swept in. Lyons Foster meeting it with the most tremendous downward header but it bounced upwards and hit the bar. Um, I'm wondering if Dibble got a tiny touch on it. I think he possibly didn't. If he did, it was a hell of a save. Um, it's hard to tell from the replay. Ray Wrexham in the comfort zone. Saw the game out. 5-0 up. Getting a foot off the pedal and saving some energy for the weekend, which is a good idea, because let's be honest, there's a lot of travelling being done this week. And a fabulous win. First time he scored five in an away game since Rob Ogilvy scored that hat-trick on Boxing Day 2013 at Hyde. Absolutely terrific achievement. Looking at the performances, Lane's had nothing to do except get fouled. Um, Dibble came on and was terrific. <laughs> to be fair to him, he did ever so well. Across the back, well, the two centre-backs were rock solid. So Hayden wasn't quite himself on Saturday. He was impressive today. Toza, possibly man of the match, to be fair. Uh, was massive presence in the, at the defence and had, of course, two assists. And Lennon as well, coming back into the team, getting his goal, using his pace to defend well. Uh, so good performance by a solid back three unit. The wing-backs were really good, especially in the first half when they were trying to drive forwards. It was good to see Hall Johnson. He was subbed halfway through the second half because the game was gone and he'd got time on his legs. And Bryce Susanna, uh, looking so influential. Uh, Hazana on the wrong side and you know, Cameron Green I'm sure will be really disappointed after he did well on Saturday not to keep his place but Hazana did a good job um, in midfield well at the base of the diamond was Young who I thought in the first half had, had a really good game he was breaking things up 
played some good long passes as well, breaking through the lines. Oh, that's something Toza did well too. He really sparked a lot of attacks by punching the pass through all the shots in midfield and finding players in space between the lines. Young made a couple of mistakes in the second half. To be fair, he's coming back from injury. Um, but he did a sound job. I, I think Young will be happy with that, especially because he had an unfortunate time on uh, Saturday. Either side of the diamond, Davis and Jones, I thought, were superb. Both of them driving the ball forwards well. Especially pleased to see how well Jones did in the closing stages of the game. Um, when I think he really got his confidence up and he started to boss the match completely. His work rate was outstanding. Davis, a number of times he got the ball through the centre in threatening positions and drive forward, or drove forwards. Tremendous to see. And then in the hall, Jarvis had a good lively game. And he played a couple of cute little passes around the corner. Didn't boss the game, but certainly did a lot of nice work. And up front, Ponticelli again, putting in a great shift, scoring a magnificent goal. Couldn't ask for much more. Angus came on, gave him a break for the last 10 minutes or so, but Wrexham were sort of just sitting on the 5 0 lead by then. He didn't get a great deal of service, in all honesty. And Cam Green came on and did a solid job at left back after Hull Johnson was rested. Super stuff, very pleasing. And sets us up nicely now for a game at Kings Lynn. Aldershot did look really poor. I've got to put that bit of context in. But you can only beat what's put in front of you. And my goodness, did Wrexham beat what was put in front of them. The final score of Aldershot Town nil, Wrexham 5. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This podcast was brought to you by that groundsman who seemed to be walking around the pitch at half-time and the game was abandoned, uh, sort of laughing at the Wrexham players because they were desperately trying to tidy his pitch make his pitch playable extravagant wink this is the final whistle podcast from the Rexham AFC media team